My, oh, my, it's 35 degrees outside. Brrr. I think I heard Scott said he saw snow earlier this morning, briefly. But looking ahead, the 80s, the mid-80s on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, boy. Hey, we got a special edition today, the annual Dairy Barn Arts Auction. That's our topic, and that's an event that we've had to postpone for a couple of years because of uh, the COVID concerns, but it's back bigger than ever, and it's coming up in May, May 7th to be exact at 6 p.m. May 7th. Susan, that's the what? Saturday? Yes, Saturday uh, evening. Okay, so... Save the uh, date. Get there. Yeah, Get so your tickets. Folks, Don't be guess left who, out. Guess who I'm talking to? <laughs> guess who I'm talking to? It's Susan Hostetler. How about that? And Susan, um, you know, golly, when we think of art in Athens, the, the Hostetler name just booms forward. You know what I mean? Oh, thank you. Well, it does. He's a treasure. Well, and, and your work, too. Mercy. But um, David Hostetler, of course, folks, many of you um, know what we're talking about now. He was an artist who lived most of his life here, um, had a farm, had um, uh, jazz band, jazz band, all sorts of things, and made beautiful sculptures from wood and bronze. Yeah. And all, nearly all of them, the female. Oh my gosh, ninety nine percent. Yeah, the female torso, <laughs> if you will. Um, he didn't like arms much. Though. No, but, no, um, no fingers and toes for him. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, last night we were out to dinner with some neighbors, and uh, one of them, who's from uh, Maryland, um, said, "I'm not familiar with his work." So we went over to the Ohio University Inn. We always have one on loan there. And um, and this in then she had the image, right? I mean, I could show it to her on pictures from the well, internet. Well, sculptures, sculptures with being a three D project, you oh, yeah. really have to feel it. You yeah. want it, and you want to feel them. You want to walk around them, and that's the beautiful part about sculpture. Well, Susan, you married David, and um, what, what, what we were it? together for thirty and a half years. I'm wow. very, very fortunate to have such a wonderful man in my life, and so talented. He was, he was a very kind guy, from my knowledge of him. Uh, have you heard that before? Oh my gosh, people loved him. Yeah, he was very funny too, smart and funny. And now Jay Hostetler is it, retired and turning into his own wood sculptures. And he's donating some turned trees, which is becoming a specialty of his. So it's really fun to see that involvement. Now, uh, was that uh, the only son, so to speak? Yes, two okay. daughters and a son. And they're okay. all very artistic people. Well, you, you would think that was only natural, right? And it is, I guess. Uh, it's, it's one of those things you're... Um, it's especially nice if you're born with a certain gift like that and then to have parents that can foster not foster well, but Jay, Jay was Jay was certainly fostered along with his sisters by his dad but 
da- David didn't discover his more artistic side until he was wounded in World War II. Can oh, you wow. imagine that? World War II. And the Red Cross was bringing by uh, art materials, and the fellow next to him took art materials, and David said, oh, I'm going to try that. Just and then can you, can you imagine this to this day? I'm going to become an artist. <laughs> yeah. And he went ahead and did it. Well, I sort of got off of my own story, but last night we went to the OUN after dinner just to show off the, the one sculpture that's on loan there um, in the lobby. And both of the ladies I was with go, oh, yeah, I see now. And the, and we all wanted to touch it, but we didn't because, we, you know, it's an art object. We didn't want to um, leave our skin oils on it or something like that. But I think David would have said, go ahead. Oh, yeah. When we have private viewings at our home gallery, I, I want you to enjoy the sculptures and understand the curves and the lines. Well, while this is uh, leading up to the fact that on May 7th, it's the annual Dairy Barn Arts Auction. Now, it's much more than just that. This is a night of entertainment. And you have all of these marvelous items uh, to look at and, 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 and if possible, bid on. Oh, we, we want you to bid. Not well, possible. I, well, you have what to I'm bid. saying is if you have the, <laughs> you know, a checkbook uh, or something like that, you can bid on. But it, it's also, you know, wonderful food. Alfonso Contriciani is, uh, does the honor. You know, he's, of course, the uh, head chef at, uh, oh, the country club. Um, he's been in our area for a while. He's had several different places. Um, he owns Oliver Farms, which does makes some wonderful products. Um, anyway, Alfonso is going to um, uh, support this effort by preparing the food. This party is fabulous. It's so much fun, and we really stepped it up by having him cater the food. And it means a lot to me because I'm a foodie. Uh, but he does beautifully, beautiful presentations, and it's yummy. I mean, a vegetarian will be happy. You know, someone who just eats fish will be happy. Sure. And me, meat lovers like myself are happy. And it's really, really fabulous. So well, you won't it, go home hungry. You know, he is the um, he heads up the um, the country clubs, the kitchens, and everything. And. Um, they, they were good before, but now they're just outstanding. And um, anyway, but he, he's, let's see, he's got a lot of new enterprises. He's opening a bakery up in Nelsonville, and there's just, it's hard to keep up with all of his efforts. And the last thing we'll say about it, not the last, but one of the things I don't want to leave out is there's a certain master chef, master chef category. These are worldwide classifications, and there's like 175 people who have obtained this classification of Master Chef. He's one of them. We're really lucky to have him in our town, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And And he's he's happy here. He's also donating a dinner for 10. So that's one of the auctionable items. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, At the country club. Neat. Well, folks, um, this art auction is to raise money for the Dairy Barn. The Dairy Barn um, 
Arts Center. I was trying to think what their formal name was, but it's the Dairy Barn Arts Center. Now, how long have you been in this community? I moved here in 1986. Okay. And I always tell people, when you come here new, especially somebody like me with no children, join the Dairy Barn. Get involved. And it was a wonderful lifesaver for me to meet people and get involved with my community. The Dairy Barn was saved. I'll tell you that story here in a minute. Uh, in 1978, so just, what, eight years before you arrived. And you had a personal involvement with that, right? I did. Um Andy Anderson, or Aura Anderson, as many people knew him, and Harriet, too, his wife. Uh, they had a close personal relationship with our governor, who was at, at that time James Rhodes, Jim Rhodes. And um, they, they got this idea, why is the, um, the mental health center on the hill why are they going to tear down this barn? Now, in the old days, different patients actually had jobs there. They milked the cows. They took care of them. They cleaned the barn, that sort of thing. But over the years, it became kind of, um, what do you call it? Uh, some people felt that having jobs like that, making patients work like that, was not... Um, well, it was forcing them to do something that they didn't, uh, anyway. So, <clears throat> I disagree with that concept. I think those patients took pride in what they were doing, and it gave them a purpose in life. So, I, I really was sorry to see things like that change, but they did. So, the state decided to tear it down. Andy Anderson, Aura Anderson, and Harriet got involved with the governor and said, listen, we have this idea. We can make this into a cultural arts center. And uh, the governor gave us a deadline, and it was a short one, to start to make it happen. I remember a long weekend of cleaning that barn, all of the scraps of hay up in the loft, and, and um, starting to remove the milking... Um, confinement rails and all of that stuff and there were probably 30 or 40 of us working on it um, and I was one of them and it was a long hard weekend of work but by golly by Monday the governor said I'm impressed it is yours and he gave it to the community special story you know well look where it is today my kids, as they were growing up, took art classes there. There's art classes for adults. There's all sorts of events there. There's been weddings there. I mean... And they developed the world-class quilt show? Yes. You know, that goes quilt all over the national, world. Quilt National, now Quilt International. You know... Um, Oh, shucks, I'm going to have trouble recalling a name. My sales manager here at the station. Oh, shucks. Anyway, he and David Norton got this idea of the National Jigsaw Puzzle Championship. Did you know about this one? 
I remember that, yeah. And to see the floor of the convocation center with people speeding, seeing who can beat the other in putting together this never-before-seen <laughs> jigsaw puzzle <laughs> that um, that our famous jigsaw company makers in the U.S., like Hallmark and so on, had kept under wraps and then ex- brought it out the day of this competition. Oh, there, we, were, we, we were very creative then and still are. Cool. I'd like to see the jigsaw puzzle come back. Well, the, I'll the mention contest. that. I'll mention that. I was on the founding board of the Dairy Barn. For years, got sort of, um, I was in charge of membership. So, like, by membership, I mean who served on the board. Finally, they got me off there. They said, you're stacking the board. And <laughs> 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 I was. But anyway, we it, it got a great start. So this is just one of many things that happen annually, and these things are come, you know, have some of these things have had to um, have a postponement for a couple of years because of COVID. But it's coming back, and it's coming back strong. Um, the events, and so this is our major fundraiser. So we need a, the support of our community, but we give you back so much. We have items from $5 to $5,000. We're very, very fortunate to have the generosity of the Rothsteins for their beautiful condo in Hawaii. Can you Mm -hmm. imagine? Mm -hmm. One week there, go down to the beach, enjoy yourself. Okay, so now, folks, this this isn't just our items. No, we're going a lot more with experiences. So we've got the trip to Hawaii, and Jeff Chaddock and Mark Murrow have donated their magnificent home in Palm Beach and they've provided evenings with dinners and museum tours that are private you're going to go home with a little piece of artwork they also have the Zenner house available for the weekend lots of nice escapes and oh I love this one Luke Boyd is going to teach you how to decorate a cake I love that well, salsa lessons. Salsa lessons, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know. We, Brush up. I have um, some good friends down in Middleport who are real dance nuts, right? Oh, I love dance. Remember when they used to have ballroom dance classes Oh, here? yes. And um, um, Tim and Edie King. They own King's Hardware down there. And um, let's see. Who was the guy I took uh, dance lessons from in Palmer? I remember him. Um, gig? Yep, yep. He was good. Yeah. Well, you can go and get... More lessons. M- yeah. Lessons, golf lessons at the country club. I think that's pretty special. I think I'm beyond that. <laughs> I, I, oh, and you can go to the Cider House and get a mixology I, class. I played golf for years, even three times a week. I finally said, what are you doing this for? It's supposed to be fun, remember? This is all about fun. Yeah. This is what I love about this um, party is <laughs> sometimes you buy things. You're like, what did I just buy? And then you dive in and you're all excited, like cool digs, rocks, gems, and minerals. Yeah. You could break open a geode and learn about beautiful minerals on our earth. Like, how fun is that? Well. Um, and 
oh, we've got, while you're eating yummy foods, the Hocking Hill package, Cedar Falls weekend for two. Mm-hmm. And I'm also donating a cook together at my art-filled home. So you can choose whether I cook a four-course dinner for you or you're going to come in my kitchen and you're going to have your own station and you're going to prepare a recipe yourself and then everyone makes dinner and sits down and enjoys it. you got a great voice, by the way. <laughs> you know, I, I it's hard for me to have you on the show and not mention that. Cause oh, thank you. Because we in radio... Voices are great. Oh, I'm so I'm so sensitive to that. I, I thank you very very much. Oh, sure. we've got an Aura Anderson bird. Do you know how lucky we are to get that? Oh yeah. I don't know. A lot of people don't know. You know, time has passed, but these are extraordinarily carved birds. We very, have very lucky. four. We have oh. four in our home. You're very fortunate. Yes, and they're uh, proudly displayed too. Um. Oh, I love this. Brent What's, Hayes, uh, we did this once for our dining round fundraiser. This, what his I'm, bulldozer? Yes, or something? you're gonna have you're gonna get to play <laughs> like earth moving, and he doesn't. He's like looking at me. He goes, "That's exciting." I go, "Come on, you got this giant truck, and you get to move the earth." Yeah, I said, yeah. "We get a front end loader, right?" And we'll probably have some barbecue, but I know that's gonna be a hot item. Now, of course, I'll be competing with my dinner. I'm really competitive about this, but I think for people that don't want to cook or eat well, that they may want to move the earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, you know, our mental health center, I don't particularly agree with this, but that's just my opinion. But years ago... In 1914, the dairy barn was built. There were three dairy barns. Yes, there were some before, too, right? Anyway, I believe that the one we're talking about was built in 1914. And it wasn't just one barn. There were several in that general vicinity. And over the years, you know, there were people who worked and they took care of the, the dairy cows and they milked them and the products were used in, in the feeding of the various patients. And, and, and for all I know, they made cheese and other things up there. Um, but somewhere along the way, they said that was um, indentured servitude. But think about this now. Making art, looking at art, that's another part of really caring for yourself and healing. So it's taken on a new life for our community. I hope so. I think so. It's, it's really valuable. But, but, but the dairy, so they told all these people that were working at the dairy, no, we can't force you to do this. So uh, you have to go to your room and sit all day. That is cruel in my head. I agree. I agree. And uh, the people that used to keep the grounds so beautiful up there, again, the same thing. We can't 
force you to do this beautiful grooming of our property. So you get to sit around and do nothing. And some people had cooking skills. Well, no, we only can have hired cooks and they can't be patient. I, I really you, disagree. I think, you knew, I think you need a new cause. <laughs> what do you mean? I think you need to be talking to the governor about this. Yeah, Because well, I really believe in what you're saying as well. I think for someone who may have some sort of mental condition, to be able to take pride in something they are good at is extremely important. Oh, I think so. Well, regardless... That's why so many of our state hospitals uh, became no longer very efficient to operate. And um, some of them have been closed down. Others have been made larger. Um, it's just really an odd thing. So, but look, aren't we lucky, and you're involved from the history, to have our dairy barn now like, provide another place for people of all ages to look at art, engage in art. What I really valued at the Dairy Barn is making art. Yeah. You can go and have pottery lessons, yep. Yep. painting lessons, ceramics of all kinds. We have we have a donation where you get to customize two mugs, you know, at the Dairy Barn. And Brad Schwieger, our, our just world-class potter, here at Ohio University has donated a beautiful sculpture. We're very, very lucky to have that. So think about the positivity of what the Dairy Barn has become, and we need our community to help us sustain what we do in terms of lessons and shows. We have, we have an amazing, talented group of people that put together wood shows, ceramic shows, of course, the Worldwide Quilt Show, and we can't do it without your support. So come to this party, eat fabulous food, and meet some new people and great music. But the auction is so entertaining. <laughs> they yes. really put themselves into it. Yes. <laughs> the, and uh, enjoy some awesome experiences that we have offered here. We're talking May 6th or 7th. 7th, here Saturday. it is, at 6 p.m. So Call the Dairy Barn, go online, yep. dairybarn.org, and buy your ticket. The group that we hang out with some, uh, I send a note to, uh, oh, uh, Carol Blue and um, Joyce Mullins this morning saying, count us in. Yes, thank you so much. And uh, so we'll have a table of eight, I think. Are you going to sign up for the uh, yoga classes? Um <laughs> And a 60-minute massage? I could give those classes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no. Um, <coughs> I don't know. Yoga is never... Okay, how about hands-on ceramics tour and workshop for uh, four people? I've done that. By Beth Weingroff. I've done it. Not, not that specific one, but I've, I've had a lot of pottery. And you could... Remember I mentioned before Cider House... Oh, yeah. You can do a mixology class, yeah. and you could become the pro mixologist for your next party. I'm not that. I, I like. Okay, how about salsa lessons? Remember that? Yes. You're going to have smooth on the floor, like you're going to be really hot at every party you go to here? 
Well, I, I am a hot. Oh, one, <laughs> one hour. Hey, we've known that, right? One hour flight for two. Fly high in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was a time years ago that I wanted to buy um, Fritz. Wheat, was it Wheatman? Fritz, um, he lived right on the mouth of the Hocking River into the Ohio. That beautiful old home. Wheaton. Fritz Wheaton? I think that's it. Anyway, I wanted to buy that house and then commute to Athens. Now, I've got my helicopter credentials. Oh, I was thinking you could donate a helicopter lesson. <laughs> Why didn't I know that? Well, I they've expired, but I mean, <laughs> I used to have them, okay? I don't want to get anybody in trouble with that. <laughs> Particularly myself. Um... Anyway, I thought that'd be a fun thing to just commute back and forth, you know, to here. <laughs> I think I'm sticking to cars. Okay. <laughs> a little scary up there. Yeah, you don't want to be with me. I think we're like I. I think we're going to have a bidding war. I think we're going to have a few bidding wars. Yeah. First of all, I'm competing with Oliver for, for Farms for the foodie people. Okay, that's like that's something that's special for me. And then we're going to have the two trips to Palm Beach and Hawaii. I think there's going to be bidding wars those because these are extraordinary beautiful beautiful homes that you know you get a chance to live in and be pampered and and how about this kids royalty party for 10 I no, love this what's, no what's that mean a it's like you have a party for your child you know and you get to they get to invite their friends and they're gonna make tiaras and cooking decorating I love that <laughs> That's not even like fun, I think. Well, I, uh, folks, the point is the Dairy Barn serves so many people, young and old. And, you know, since 1978, when it was finally designated for our community and would last as long as the community supported it. And look at how they've done so over the years. It's terrific. We even have hiking trails in the back of the dairy yep. barn. Yep. What I love, though, is the kids, you know, where they have this opportunity to explore creativity that they don't get anywhere else. The and and it, don't it's, do it. you know, it's by age group, you know, and every weekend, sometimes during the week, too, if, if it's summertime. Uh, they have these um, art classes. It is really neat. Okay, so tell me about the leadership presently. Because, it, you know, years ago I was involved keenly. Now I'm just a member and, and happy participant. Well, Leah is a magnificent leader, and she's Leah. been... Magari. Okay. And she has really uh, brought up the services of the dairy barn and and brought in more grants and just expanded the programs. Uh, and her team is really excited to have her on board. And we're very, very lucky to have her as an energized leader. And Jay Hostetler is in charge of the board, and he is also the leader of the committee for this event. Now, Jay would have been one of David's sons. Yes, yes. And 
does he have a relationship to you personally? Oh, of course. We're good friends. Okay. Yes. Cool. And he's making a, he's, as I told you before, he's doing these turned trees. Uh, so he oh, loves this right. woodwork. Right. And uh, I know they're going to be a little bitty. Well, where more do there. I go to see one of those? Well, you're going to have to come to the Dairy Barn Art Auction. Okay. Because he only sells them privately right now. So, fair enough. I can do that and will be doing that. Oh, oh okay. the Lancaster Festival. We've got two tables, ten people each. Two nights or a weekend stay at the Bird's Nest Airbnb in Hocking Hills. And the other country getaway, I love this, Bobcat Bread and Breakfast. Now, you and I live here. There's people that, like, would love an escape to the country. Mm -hmm. Peace and quiet. Mm -hmm. Like, just looking into the woods, walking into the woods. Just let it all be so lovely and quiet people when they people come people come to my house and say it's so quiet well it is so i mean you get out there and away from the um, the motion of a city and there is a certain sometimes it's sometimes it's so quiet it's deafening <laughs> you know <laughs> i remember when i said david what's that sound those are cows susan yeah, yeah. <laughs> And our good friends, the Stir Boys, they talk about different sounds they hear. You know, and it can be a coyote mm -hmm. or something like that. Birds, the birds, you really hear the birds. Yeah. So these, we have very, very exciting packages. We, Of course, we have some art. I've got a David Hosteller print, and I've got the beautiful Brad Schweiger ceramic. I've got the Aura Anderson Bird, Mary Manusa's Prince, just gorgeous, vivid, vivid colors. Very, very excited about that. So do you have any idea, this auction, which will be on May 7th, that evening. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. with all the uh, food and music and things like that, how many pieces are actually going to be made available for auction? The live auction is 21. And the silent auction is 20. Okay, so a silent auction, folks, is where an item's on display, and there's a sheet of paper at the base of it, and you put down your name and your bid amount. And, and you only have a small window of time. It's really kind of fun because you kind of run around, and you look at what other people bid on it, and you're like, I want that, and you put your next bid on it, and... And then you got to keep checking back to make sure someone hasn't outbid you. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you need somebody to help you, too, because you want a few things, and you're running all over the place because they're kind of spread out. And then you have to, have to eat, right? You've got to eat and drink. <laughs> God forbid you should be eating and drinking and miss yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful event. I've attended it in the past, not, not so much the last few years. Well, they haven't had it the last no. few years. but... I've been involved. I ran the Dairy Barn Art Auction, I think, three times before computers. And I'm very, very excited about what we have on offer. I think we're going to just have to make this happen every two years because it takes a lot of time to build up these packages. Hyacinth Bean is going four seasonal arrangements of flowers. And you get to take home a spring bouquet that night with your silent bid item. Yeah. 
Well, tell me a little bit about Nantucket, and then you can explain to the audience why I'm asking. Well, uh, David started his own gallery there in the 70s and went there every summer, and then we met in 1985. And the first summer... I couldn't understand why he was selling art and packaging it up when I was supposed to be playing with him all weekend. <laughs> Can't you do that later? So then what happens? I start running the art gallery, and it's, can you package this today? Mm. <laughs> so I still run the art gallery in Nantucket, and I live pretty much six months there and six months in Athens, and I love my dual life. It's really fun, and I love selling David's work, and now I sell other artists' work as well. I can't recall. Is there a bridge over there? No. Okay. It's it's a fast ferry, one hour, or a 40-minute flight from Boston, or a slow ferry where you bring your own car for two hours. It's not easy to get to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and, I love it. And it's the so people, beautiful. Um, enjoying the island well uh, it's gotten a lot busier and it's it is a very exclusive place to go but what i really appreciate about the island is what i also appreciate about here there's always a beach you can go to fourth of july no one's there and you can walk the beach you can do surf casting you can just enjoy nature there's all kinds of walking trails you can be there and Maybe bump into one or two people. Mm -hmm. I love it. I always tell people, why don't you go birding and kayaking? Because that's what they do there. <laughs> of course, I want them to be shopping for art, but uh, it's a beautiful place. And I'm happy. Are there, um, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm asking this, but are there other art galleries there in Nantucket? Yes. The uh, quality of artwork has risen ex exponentially. It's like I have. That's Three, helpful to uh, each of you. Two galleries nearby, I call it Gallery Row. And then my friend, she runs another gallery around the corner. That's really extraordinary. So it's, so it's a lot that's offered there in terms of paintings. But I'm pretty much exclusive when it comes to sculptures. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, what's, um, you know... Not that it matters. We're, I mean, we're supposed to be talking about the dairy barn. But uh, what's an unfulfilled dream of Susan's? Unfulfilled dream? Well, I'm making some new dreams. How about that? Do it. I have discovered that I'm interested in selling artwork to memory care facilities. So I have my first job in Norwell, Massachusetts. And I have done extensive research. I want to become an expert on providing artwork for memory care units. Now, just in case someone isn't quickly tried to figure it out, explain it. Well, they've done a lot of research as to what stimulates people in terms of the artwork they look at. So think about this you're walking down the hallway with your mom who's in this facility because it's been too hard for anybody else to take care of her and you come upon a picture of a giant sunflower okay and it it helps her recall her garden mm -hmm. and there's something to talk about so we're looking at imagery of bright colors strong lines 
things that evoke memories. You know, your children, your hobbies, what you've done in your life, and it helps the caregivers engage with the residents, family members engage. And I think it's because I've been in so many hospitals and looked at so much awful art that it just resonates with me. I think it's very important. I get it. So I'm going down another route. Cool. And, um, you know, I've been in nursing homes and things like that and elder care and... um, I can name some very well-known Athenians who I have visited from time to time. And they will point to a picture on the wall. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that that has a connection for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's art with a purpose. I yes. think that's what's so valuable to me. Yes. Just like I love to have kids come into my gallery and I encourage the parents. They say, come on in, come on in. And ask them what they're looking at, how they, what I think about it. We talk about the surfaces. We talk about the materials. And just get a little moment and then say goodbye. So if you can have those moments with someone that you care about, it's I, pretty I, valuable. I don't know if I should mention this, but the last time this happened to me was with Ann Grover. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Ted, of course, had passed. Ann was down the street here a little ways. She's now up in northeast, see northwest Ohio, uh, with family up there. She was a hot ticket. I remember working out with her at the gym. Oh yeah, she was very active. Well, <coughs> the, um, the again, this list of prizes uh, is uh, really fun. Um, some of them you would not think would be available to such an event such as the Dairy Barn Art Auction. Um, some of them are trips. And again, again, these are events you wouldn't think would be possible for just this kind of event. But, you know, a, 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 a Hawaii vacation. I know. A peach, um, a Palm Beach vacation. Oh, at the Palm Beach vacation, it's dinner at the Flagler Steakhouse. Yeah. Dinner at the famed Palm Beach Yacht Club. Of Yacht course. Club. Extraordinary breakfast daily. VIP tour at the Flagler Museum. VIP tour at the Norton Art Museum. I um, mean, how can you beat something like oh, that? Oh, and then they're giving everybody a one-of-a-kind piece of artwork from the Ebo Gallery, valued at $1,400. That's a $7,500 package. Cool. I mean, uh, the here in Athens, okay? Yeah. We it's really extraordinary his generosity. And I love the cake decorating. I don't know about you, but I really like to bring desserts to a party. Yeah. And I like to I'd eat like, them. I'd like to walk <laughs> in the room and go, "I decorated this cake and it looks really hot, doesn't it?" <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid mine doesn't, but it tastes good. Um let's well, see here. So so um not to uh, not to bring back um, I don't want to put it, bad stuff, and I don't mean it like that. But w- what was something that David Hostetler, your former husband, 
through pastoring your marriage. Um, what was something that you think he regretted not having accomplished? More art. More art. That was his passion. He was always exploring a new approach. And he Would wa- he walk through the woods and pick something up and look at it? He loved mushroom hunting. He taught me how to mushroom hunt. I love that. And to enjoy the peace and serenity of the woods. But I mean just an old log. And say, hmm, I could do something with that. Well, a lot of his sculptures came from trees from our farm. And then when the elm disease came about, he asked farmers to bring them him elm trees. I have years of elm wood sculptures that he created. And he left one on the bench that he was experimenting it with the new forms, being rough, application of paint. So to be 89 and still exploring your artistic joy, I think that's what means so much to me, to why I want to continue to sell his artwork. Mm -hmm. But also that's why I really believe in the dairy barn in our community, so that other people of all ages can learn how to explore their creative side. So that's why I'm here today to talk about this event and also to encourage people to attend and get that bid paddle up. Mm-mm-mm. Well, folks, um, Susan Hostetler has been our guest today. Uh, we've got about seven minutes left. Uh, we're talking about the annual, except the past two years, but the annual um, Arts, fun, the Dairy Barn Fundraiser Auction Party. Oh, you know what I also forgot? Nikki and Hugh Sherman are offering a special package where you come and sit in the VIP room and watch a game and have food. and I don't know. There's all kinds of cool stuff that they're putting in there. So that's going to be fun. And they're really fun people. So Watch a game? Uh, yeah. Like, you know, one of those sports things. <laughs> no, I want to look at the artwork. You know, but anyway. Uh, oh, Ron Crutel painting. We're very lucky to have that. What? No, that's one that doesn't ring a bell. He does these sort of fantastical human figures, like very fantasy-like, movie-like, where they're you know in the air, floating over houses. Mm-hmm. They're very, very pretty. They sound frightening. <laughs> no, no, they're really fun. Okay. <laughs> he had a big museum show at the Kennedy. Well. We're so blessed to have something like this here, folks. We need to support it. It does so much for the youth. It does so much for the adults. And um, Oh, I forgot to tell you about the guitar package. Guitar. One, one and a half hour guitar lessons with Drew Krug. One dreadnought acoustic guitar kit. You make your own guitar from <laughs> Stu Mac. Neat. And a Let's Play quilt by Jackie Stokes. I mean, you have to have that. Maybe that's maybe that's for you. Your inner guitar. I I'm. Don't I'm, you want to be a rock star? Um. It's time. Guess what? I've done that. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. We'll have so, to line that up for somebody else. You, you didn't. <laughs> you don't know some of my background, but uh, like, I was the only white musician with the Motown. Oh. And with the Supremes. Oh. So I I had that part of my life 
filled in some respects. I miss much of it. I really do. But I also love broadcasting. Well, listen, um, Susan, come in some other time also. And I tell you what, uh, just between you and me, nobody else is listening. <laughs> uh, we'd love to have you on the radio. Your your voice is terrific. Oh, thanks. I love the radio. So uh, if ever you get bored and want to have a little fun. Well, I would love to do that. We'll have to pick a topic and there you go. go down the rabbit hole of exploration on the radio. And I'll bet you have musical things, too, you like. Well, I do love music. David was the jazz guy, so there's tons of jazz music in our house. But I'm kind of like the electronic girl because I love to dance. There you go. There you go. I might have to get those salsa We, we wouldn't match up. I'm not a good dancer, <laughs> see? Even though my friends down in Pomeroy are trying to help me out. All right. Well, listen, folks, we want you to attend this event on May 7th at 6 p.m. It is at the Dairy Barn. Uh, they're on Dairy Barn Road or whatever that's called there. And um, the uh, basically it's 60 bucks a person. But that includes all the entertainment they're offering, and they've got some great musical entertainment. And where can you go out to dinner? And dinner, right? And, and, and have uh, some fabulous drinks and hors d'oeuvres <sighs> out the yin For $60. And, uh, and not just hors d'oeuvres, but oh, Alfonso's, Alfonso Contriciani's stuff. Mm-mm. You know, it's wonderful. Let me turn off my phone. Um, We've got the Ohio Station beef, Angus beef brisket sliders. Oh, my. Apple cabbage slaw. Oh chicken my. satay. Oh, creamy pearl onions. I don't know. Scallops wrapped in bacon. Yum, yum. Then we've got the Florida to Maine station. Shrimp. Oh. Crab cakes. Mm-mm. Oh, and of course the Little Italy station. Pasta. Mm-mm. Oh, tossed with whatever sauce Stop you want. It. Stop I it. know you have you didn't have a good Alfredo sauce, pomodoro or pesto. Susan. I know. Oh, and there's of course sugar delights. Columbus Sweet Station, mini pastries. Uh it's going to be a hoot, folks. And You and could just pop in, eat, put your silent bed in, and then go home and rest yeah. on the couch if you don't want to be there for the live auction, but the live auction is really fun. It's yes, really it is. fun. Yes, it is. So many fun events at our dairy barn, but this is an important one, and it helps support their continued successful operations. We need you. Yeah. So uh, should we talk about some other topics some other time? I'd love it. Okay, you think about it. I'm in. Okay. Scott, what do you got? Anything? Uh, that's about it. Okay. Interesting. Oh. And yes, you did hear me correctly. It did snow this morning. <laughs> I can believe it. I, I said earlier on my show that, yes, I realize it's beyond April 1st, and that's a pretty good April Fool's joke that Mother Nature's playing on us this it's morning. It's so pretty. Okay, so today they say the high is going to be 47. Tomorrow, 60. Thursday, 65. Friday, 71. Saturday and Sunday, 84. Monday, 85. Wow. Look, all the outfits you can wear. Yeah, you can nearly enjoy your entire wardrobe. wardrobe this week. Yeah, Yeah, there is a freeze warning tonight, so. (laughs) 
I'm cover using up your up, plants. I'm using up the rest of my wood in my office. I'm having a blast with that giant wood burner. <laughs> well, stoke those fires and be all cozy. Susan, become a part of us. I just think you have a great personality, and we love what you do for the community. Oh, why, thank you. Well, Jay called me up and said, would you like to help with the art auction? I said, yes, sir. Of course. I'm there for you. Folks, about um, 10 minutes uh, till we're done. Uh, what's up tomorrow, Scott? Do you remember? Oh, race for a reason. That's our topic yes. tomorrow. So. Um, what does that mean? Bill Housechild will yeah. be here. Race for a reason. It's a fundraiser. Okay. Take In care our 72nd there. year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FMs. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Lots of airline passengers are rejoicing a day after a federal judge struck down the CDC's mask mandate. This woman's flying through Hartsfield-Jackson Airport in Atlanta. I am extremely excited that the mask is over. I just want to scream and tell everybody, why are you wearing these things? It's horrible. Let's get out of them. Mask <laughs> rules have been lifted for trains, buses, and other public transit, too. But some are opting to keep them. NYU infectious disease specialist Celine Gounder is concerned. We have put the onus uh, entirely on those who are immunocompromised to protect themselves. That means that we need to make sure that they have access to high-quality masks, the best masks possible. Moderna has just announced success in new COVID vaccine trials. The drug maker says it hopes to offer boosters in the fall that combine the original shots with specific protection against the Omicron variant. Ukraine says Russia has begun a new phase of war in the industrial east. Vicki Barker is at the foreign desk. Ukrainian military footage shot as Russian forces advance into Donbass. It's hard, flat terrain, great for Russian tanks and armored vehicles, but analyst Phillips O'Brien says they face an uphill battle nonetheless. The Russians are trying to attack over a 300-mile front with actually not that many forces. And he says few even of the region's Russian speakers want Moscow, suggesting taking this territory and keeping it may be two different matters. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Violence is escalating in the Middle East. Correspondent Chris Van Cleve. Airstrikes light up the night sky over the Gaza Strip as tensions mount. The Israeli military says it was targeting a weapons manufacturing site belonging to Hamas and comes in response to a rocket fired into southern Israel. Comes days after clashes between Israeli police and Palestinians at the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem. Meet the Teacher of the Year here in the U.S. Kurt Russell teaches history at Oberlin High School in Ohio. He tells CBS Mornings. I was so interested in